Movie Hour, episode 162, December 15th, 2011. Just a reminder, you can join us for the Family Feud episode recording on December 18th at 4 p.m. Eastern. Click to gunpit.com for details. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's fantastic podcast, Leave Marvin's The Dirty Movie Hour. I am your host, Greg Maloney, the elected host, I guess we would call it, for this illustrious show. I'm joined by the best, of the, landslide. Yeah, the best of the best co-hosts in the business, my brother James and my main man, Jeff. Welcome back, ladies. Hello, everyone. Hello. Cool. <laughs> what's cool, Jeff? What's, what's your, what's... That I'm your main man. Yeah, you are my main man, Jeff. Just for today, though. Just for you today. Because I need oh. somebody to be my main man, because we have our, uh, our boy Josh from the west side here today to join us and i need somebody to protect me from josh because he's he can be violent at times you everyone knows this who's listened to the podcast before and i just well you know i mean you gotta keep him in check dude, these everybody out here has got killed biggies and ak-47s killed Bro. biggie yeah who says i didn't <laughs> i said it once but then you pretty much <laughs> <laughs> you gave me a look and i was like holy shit <laughs> You probably did kill biggies, man. So yeah, and on the west, how's everything on the west side? California still there? Everything's working. Yeah, I mean half of it just floated off into the ocean after an earthquake, but aside from that, we're good. I'm a lot closer to the water now. That's awesome. Good note. Good news. Good. Lex Luthor's plan paid off for me. I stole it. <laughs> I have been listening to uh, some some Phantom Planet California recently. It's just like, dude, that takes you back just a little bit, just a little bit. But Jeff, Jeff Jason Schwartzman's band, yeah, yeah. Jeff East Coast still there too. Everything's working. Fuck yeah, yeah. We're we're kicking ass. <laughs> I want to start. Econ- I want to start. The economy's show. back, baby. Dow Jones. Yeah, it was it down like eight thousand? Doing over here in, on the East Coast in New York. That's that's what we're doing. It's going great. <laughs> Rockefeller Square. What's up? We got stuff going on in Michigan too. We got stuff. Like no, we don't. Don't lie. <laughs> like producing sh- fucking Chevy Volts or something or what? People aren't even buying those. Forget about that. But uh, shit, isn't there a waiting list? No. They're buying those like they're going out of style. Huh? Yeah, they are. It's only because they made ten no of them. Fuck's going on in Michigan. You live there. <laughs> Come on, pull it together. That's the only thing that's happening. You I think that's the. That. I think that's our uh, propaganda getting outside right. of Michigan. <laughs> you guys, like, if we anymore. if we only make ten of them, then there's definitely going to be a wait list. Right, right. Whatever. And that's so, the part we'll publicize. Josh, real America, fuck yeah. them. Right? Hell yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Fake America, let's go. Fuck that. I'm moving to Iowa. You guys are. <laughs> that's real America. Yes. You get to pick who's going to be the president if you live in Iowa. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. You guys are awful people. Awful. Yeah. That's that's why you're here, though, because I want to – we're going to have a little bit of a discussion. We're going to talk about how awful you guys are, and we're going to talk about movies and how good those are and how they're good, how they're good for your heart. They're good for, uh, they're good for the soul, and they're going to help you guys get better and become better people. Is that not, is that not true, James? That's what we're doing here? That's why you started uh, this podcast, it right? It sounds awesome. Yeah, it does sound awesome. And I'm into something a lot more deep than I thought, but that's yeah, great. it is. This is a healing session. Everyone's here tonight as a healing session. We're going to talk together as a group, and we're going to get through this. And it's going to be a uh, fantastic I time. Thought, I thought there was an open bar. That's why I showed up. Gunga Pit West isn't exactly stocked as much as uh, us here in Michigan, but yeah. And what the hell is with that, by the way? Uh, it's you know con- contracts. They got my hands tied. I I can't help you. I can't help yeah. you. Yeah. 
you, you know what I said. It's, it's some checks in the mail. Don't worry about it. But expansion the, spreads us thin. Yeah. The, the hardest thing probably to get through tonight. We do have um, a quiz later on. We have a, we have a, a, an awesome PPPA lined up, I'm sure, by uh, Brother James here. And there are a couple things, a couple notes I want to throw out before we get started. Is a uh, longtime friend of the show and c- frequent co-host, uh, Jim P. It's his uh, kid's birthday today. So happy birthday to Big Dog Teddy, who's out there running around. As uh, I think a five-year-old now. That's just crazy. Time's flying. He's old enough to listen then. Yeah, he's. (laughs) We got another listener, another loyal listener to the podcast. But that's awesome. Happy birthday to Teddy. That's 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 cool. Teddy. Um. Also, uh, Family Feud episode. We've been talking about a lot last couple weeks. It is still happening Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern. Anybody that wants to show up and discuss, pretty much, we're gonna do movie trivia. James. There was three. 4 4 p.m. is the, the new plan. Show up at 3. That's that's when I'll be on. <laughs> if you do need yeah, if you do need help technically like with some technical problems, we are going to be doing it on Skype and all you need is a microphone and computer should be easy or even like even cell phones will work depending on uh how uh, how terrible or awesome they are, but 4 o'clock Sunday, we'll bring it up again on the boards and on Facebook, but be there if you want. It's a great time. It's a fun time. And uh yeah, and we'll get to the happy holidays stuff later. But uh, the the one the first part of business for today this week, I uh, this is gonna be hard to get through. This is gonna have to be healing session oriented. I was uh, reading reading the news as I usually do, and I had noticed there was a quote uh, from George Lucas. He was uh, being quoted by like Vulture magazine or like online, whatever it was. But he was they were talking about the fifth Indiana Jones movie, which I'm sure is gonna be spectacular. It's still apparently they're making that. It's in the works. It's in the works. Is, oh my is the... god. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, of course. I was just gonna say, what's he gonna do to Star Wars to further bastardize? And then I hear they're bastardizing further the Indiana Jones. You do, mm-hmm. you know. Listen, Temple of Doom bastardized Indiana Jones. Dude, Temple of Doom was awesome. No way, yeah. Temple of Doom was awesome. Awesome. One of the greatest comedies of our time. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Terrible. Like, oh, dude. Temple <laughs> Indy, come here hot. No, that's it. <laughs> Indiana Jones sound bites at the end of the show for sure. We're gonna have to do Temple of Doom. Uh, but yeah, I tie this back to birthdays. What's the meal called? About... The Snake Surprise or whatever. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, you know, monkey, monkey brains. brains. <laughs> probably the most, probably the most racist movie I've ever seen in my life. That's awesome. <laughs> I used to not on uh, Halloween, but on my birthday, I would dress up as Indiana Jones because I liked it so much when I was like four or five years old. Bullshit. On your birthday. <laughs> That's awesome. It was awesome. Do you have one other people? This is a new thing that we need to start. Okay, anyone listening to this, on your birthday, and I, we like two episodes, I yeah, talked about how much I don't give a shit about birthdays, but on your birthday, <laughs> you dress up as your favorite movie character. <laughs> Snap a picture, send it to RestoreStephenBaldwin.org and we'll get it. <laughs> Copy us on it. I had uh, the whip, man. I had the hat. Did you did you shit. like make other people dress up as like the, the random villains and protagonists of his movies? Or no, not? that like had I the foresight at age five to do that, yeah, that would have been glorious. But uh, up to like, okay, Dad. dressed as indie. Yeah. Everybody else is like, wait, is it Halloween? Because in kindergarten you have no idea what the fuck's happening. No, Okay, mom, good. enter this room, wave around the spatula, and I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> Just like Indiana Jones did before me. Yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic and we were talking about last week about how they're doing the 3d releases of uh episode one two and three that's coming out soon that'll be uh hilarious which by the way the sherlock holmes movie comes out this weekend james you gonna be there you gonna be there um it's possible i don't know 
It's a trip coming up. We'll see. Yeah, something to think about. Anyhow, uh, we're talking about Indiana Jones, the fifth movie. And Lucas was quoted saying pretty much, yeah, you know, it's in the works. We've got the general idea down, but we're, there's still lack a MacGuffin for the plot. A uh, Pretty much a the, the plot device to keep Indy on his never-ending quest of awesomeness and adventure. And which really immediately went to my head, like, apparently he needs help. He's just fishing for answers. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. He's saying this after they made a movie about aliens? Yes. That have been yeah. hanging out on yes. Earth? Like, Shouldn't that have been something that was said before they made the fourth one? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh... or as 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 we like to call it, Stargate Three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Guys, we've exhausted the aliens from outer space plot. We have got nothing left. They need a new, a need a new object of just Indiana Jones affection and desire to go get and and uh, dominate the world with. Apparently, I know the female orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think he has a problem with that? You haven't been watching Indiana Jones. Karen <laughs> Allen's taking care of business. Don't worry about that. Uh, yeah. So, what would you pick as a MacGuffin for the fifth movie for the Indiana Jones Spielberg gods? What would you give them as a as a plot device? Because there's got to be something. We got to be able to help them out. Like if Aliens is on the board, there's got to be other great ideas out there that we can come up with for sure. I'm totally picturing him opening the briefcase and having Marcellus Wallace's soul shine up on his face. <laughs> so briefcase full of who knows what. <laughs> He's got the sand, you know, the sandbag and has to replace it real quick. God, as long as the, the aliens are back, I'll accept. Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I can see a little crossover happening. I like it. I'm surprised I, James didn't go for the Coca-Cola recipe. There you go. There you go. That shit up out of an arc. <laughs> how about um? How about the uh, mystical credibility that George Lucas has lost? <laughs> <laughs> I found it. Everyone's respect. It's right here. Keeps slipping out of his hands, and you just can't get hold of it. Salak <laughs> gets his hands on it and just gone. <laughs> Once again, it's, there's there's it's an evil high. George Lucas with like a curly mustache saying, "Anything you can create, I can destroy." <laughs> Uh, it's not a yeah, idea. It's kind of funny. I was reading an article in Entertainment Weekly, and it's it's actually about that whole fiasco of the fourth movie. And they're talking to Spielberg about it. And oh, if you guys don't mind, I'll read you the little expert or the uh, excerpt here. Um, it's public that George and I and Harrison all had a clash about the genre and concept. But I've always told George's stories. George wrote all four stories for all four movies. My biggest contribution was adding the father of the third movie. That was my idea to cash on Connery as Harrison's father. I am best friends with George, and I am very obedient to the stories that he writes. I'll fight things I don't believe in, but ultimately, if George wants to bring interdimensional beings into the Crystal Skull, I will do the best job I possibly can to acquit George's (laughs) idea and make him proud. Like, wow, nothing like distancing himself as much as possible from the fourth one. I thought that was very entertaining. Yeah, we're friends. (laughs) Okay? So I had to. (laughs) Basically, (laughs) I just like, I have his back, so what do you want from me? (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah, I... uh... You know, we've talked we've talked with George and Luke and uh, Spielberg quite a bit, and it's uh, I don't know. I, I think I think there's a little more to that, like a little more relationship. I think they got a love hate relationship more than just him uh, sharing the wealth a little bit. But God, are those that that fourth movie? I don't even understand it. Like, how can I can see how the aliens getting in is just a complete George thing, and I can completely also see the fucking fire ants and monkey swinging being a George thing. But I just half the just nitwit stuff that goes back and forth of just 
comments from Karen. I don't know who brought Karen Allen back in the movie. I guess I love Karen <laughs> Allen. That's the best yeah. thing that happened. <laughs> I'm I'm glad they brought her back, but they killed her at the same time. Not for oh. that movie, yeah. God, and uh, Maybe another Animal House instead. I know, yeah. like. If George Lucas has anything to do with a movie, aside from just coming up with the overall story, it's going to be terrible. And he even blew the overall story this time. True. Very it's true. like Star Wars. Great story. Ruined the last three. Uh, it's just like when he gets when he micromanages things, it just turns to shit. Irvin Kirshner. That's all. I, I mean, the guy yeah. that directed yeah. Empire. This is this is I don't know what his personality is like. I don't know if he's alive or dead, but this is what George Lucas needs. And I'm assuming he I mean, his name's Irvin Kirshner. So I'm assuming he, he's, he's just badass. an angry little man. And uh, like I, I really have a good feeling about him fighting George Lucas going, listen, you, you had a good idea. Now shut the fuck up and sit down like you're not a director. You're not a screenwriter. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, died a year ago. But, yeah. yeah. Unfortunate. Uh, great picture. Yeah, very unfortunate. Way. Very unfortunate. But, anyhow. He also par- did Robocop, or Robocop 2. So. Who will save us from George Lucas? Who will save us? Yeah. It's, yeah. uh... <laughs> It's the only maybe that's what maybe that's what Indy's doing. He's just trying to suicide the entire movie and see if he can pull it off. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, yeah, so that that was the that was the one hard thing I wanted to get through, and that's sort of why this healing session is taking place today. But if I could make a real quick plug um, to better know George Lucas, I would really recommend uh, our good friend Scott P posted on the boards the Red Letter Media reviews of the uh, the episodes one, two, and three Star Wars movies. I would really recommend looking at those to get a better. Uh, a better view of George Lucas's life and career. And yeah, you've been plugging that all the time, and I still haven't fucking. Yeah, I still haven't seen it either. I got to do that. Each review is almost as long as the movie. I mean, well, that's that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but each review is over an hour, and it's it's well well worth it. Awesome. Yeah, we should. Uh, I think was that on the old boards? Any linked it? We should link them on the the new. Site yeah, probably too. on the old boards. But yeah, fantastic, fantastic. And uh, before we get. I want to get to the quiz shortly here, but uh, before we get to that, we've got some serious movie re- reviews to go through first. So, uh, Jeff, I guess we'll start with you this week since uh, you got the pass last week. What do you got today? Yeah, so I saw um, the type of movie that I normally don't see, uh, sort of like a B-rate action um, suspense movie <laughs> because it was Sunday. And- was it Universal Soldiers? No, no, okay. it wasn't. It wasn't that B rate. All right, it, it was B plus rate. Right? Okay. It's called um, Unknown, starring Lisa, Liam Neeson. Oh. Um, the the um the plot is this guy is a um like he's a famous biologist and he's he goes to Germany to uh, to give this like uh, speech at a conference and. He winds up in a situation that, like, right, pretty much right as he arrives with his wife, he winds up in this uh, car accident after he drops his wife off at the hotel. And he goes into a coma, and when he re- recovers from the coma, no one knows who he is, and his wife doesn't know who he is. And it's like this really weird uh, thing of, you know, who do you believe, and is he crazy? It's, it's got, it's got sort of a really nice element of that, which I'm a huge fan of where you, you kind of have to question the protagonist, like, okay, maybe everything I'm seeing. And it reminds me of Hamlet in that way. Not that this is anything like Hamlet, but I think that Hamlet's <laughs> always a, uh, you call Hamlet's that B rate. 
motherfucker. <laughs> Hamlet's always a good benchmark for like, okay, this guy might just be crazy, and this whole thing just might be like, it, like you don't know who to root for the whole way through, and and so it's, it is truly suspenseful. Um, it's uh, co-starring uh, Diane Kruger, January Jones, Aiden Quinn plays the guy that's pretending to be him, or you think pretending to be him, depending upon how you want to take, uh, you know, take the plot in the movie. Um, so like he comes back and he's like, no, that's my wife. And the wife's like, I don't know who this guy is. And then this other guy, Aiden Quinn comes over and he's like, get the fuck out of here. And like, she's like kissing him and stuff. So Aiden Quinn, if you don't know, is the, uh, he's the other brother from legends of the fall. I'm sure he's in other stuff too, but that's what, yeah, that's what he's I- in, uh, the no- fucking fantastic movie called Jonah Hex. He plays president Grant. Uh, that sounds hello. Awesome. yeah. Um, Bruno Gans is a, uh, relatively major role in it. He played Hitler in, uh, Der Untergang, the hmm. downfall, which is a great movie if you haven't seen it. Um, and it took me a second cause I was watching it with my lovely fiance and I was like, that guy's played Hitler in something. <laughs> <laughs> I, like that's always a hilarious thing. For to some say. reason I'm feeling a Nazi vibe here. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> that guy's played Hitler in something. Yeah. Uh, Frank Langella comes out a little bit, which is, which is cool. Um, Overall, you know, honestly, for what it is, I was pretty impressed. It's it's a it's a suspenseful movie that you can't immediately like you really question the whole way through what's happening. And there are some interesting um, devices that get used in it. I was certainly no stamp of approval. But if you're bored, this this would be one of the better, like cheap movies I've seen in a while. Is this an action flick too or no yeah there's More. some action i mean he's there's got a couple a gun. Uh, he's got a gun in the book chase scenes there are some actually some of the chase scenes are pretty cool they're like kind of like those hyper realistic like nobody's driving fast cars like we're just driving and like through a city and people need to get the fuck out of my way it, 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 they're pretty it's it's pretty cool and there's nothing that special about it, but it's pretty good. How do we feel with Liam as a action person these days? Dude, Taken was sweet. I like it. it. Yeah, I like Taken it. Was I was not sweet. It's all right. He wasn't an action person, though. I mean, he was like the fish out of water because he's this biology right. guy that all of a sudden is thrown into this, like, give me back my son type. Uh, well, that, that's that, that, that's a <laughs> joke, sort of. But like, 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 like what happened give in my life? life? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> give me back my <laughs> two questions um whose cell phone's ringing no uh two questions the first one is this like completely chronological or is this like all right car accident flashback flashback car right we're back to normal time like is it chronological okay interesting so how do they keep you guessing there are the a couple time? Of, like there there are a couple of like i don't want to call them like dream sequence things but okay. there are a couple of like okay because he went into this coma and he doesn't remember everything um but you see him before the coma or before the accident and then after the accident and he's like having trouble remembering his previous life and you see like these flashes that aren't that that sort of like hint at uh plot points later on if that makes sense right like, yeah i gotcha um the second question, Diane Kruger, have we decided that she's actually a legitimate actress or no? Yes, maybe. I mean, she was she's in Glorious Bastards. She was in Glorious Bastards, yes. That's her That's her one mark. That's all I really know okay. about her. That was the first right. time I'd seen her. So. Right. Well, she was in, she's been in the National Treasure movies, and she was in Troy, and she's been a pretty, well, much, she's a pretty face. Exactly. She's a pretty face. Is she a pretty face in this or no? Um, She was decent in this. I mean, she wasn't okay. great. She was decent. Still out then. Still out. No problem. I don't awesome. even think her face is that pretty, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> I'd kiss her once or twice. Oh, anyways, uh, fantastic. James, you have a movie review for tonight? 
I do. Uh, I went to the theater again. Uh, went to go see Moneyball. Awesome. Uh, it's the uh, true story about uh, Oakland Athletics GM Billy Bean. Uh, it takes place, uh, well, the movie starts as the A's are losing to the Yankees in the, the 2001 uh, division championship. And uh, they, they're about to, they lost a series and now they're losing their big payroll guys like uh, Johnny Damon and Giambi and some other guy I don't know. But uh, the A's have a very limited payroll and he's, Billy Bean's got to figure out how he can put together, a, you know, another team that can, you know, replace these guys and still challenge for, you know, division titles and stuff. Right. So um, he goes to the Indians to kind of see what he can get out of them as far as a trade. And he ends up having a meeting with a ton of people over there. And during this meeting, he notices a guy named Peter Brand. Uh, he's a new kid on the block and just a couple of things he says kind of influences the meeting. So he takes notice. So afterwards, he, uh, Billy Bean goes to Peter Brand and kind of talks with him. And he's got this fresh idea of how to evaluate players all based off of like on base percentage instead of, you know, being a big slugger and that kind of stuff. And they kind of disregard the like off the, you know, field issues and that kind of stuff on base percentage is the big thing. Right. Um, so he decides, you know, he really believes in that system and he hires this guy and, Basically, they start implementing it into the A's organization. Um, all the drama and conflict in this movie is based off of this method. There's no side plots. It's a very simple movie. Um, there's actually one, only one other storyline. It's not really a story. It's really they keep flashing back to Billy Bean in his youth and how he was this high prospect coming, you know, out of you know youth baseball basically and. Um, yeah, you know, everyone's telling him that he's got everything, blah, blah, blah. He was a first-round draft pick, and then he just, you know, just total disappointment, basically. So it kind of gives you a little insight to why Billy Bean's buying into this. It's like, okay, well, I'm an example of how scouts got it wrong, so maybe we should start using the system. So it was kind of a neat little side thing that was going on there. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, the movie ends up leaning on a couple of standard sports crutches that, you know, you've seen a lot of films. But they're actually filmed a little differently, so it still kept them fresh for me. Um, it's a very slow, very quiet film, and I think that works in the, its favor. It's, a, it's pretty much a two-man show with uh, Brad Pitt as Billy Bean and uh, what's-his-face? Jonah um, Hill. Thank you. Jonah Hill as uh, Peter Brand. Um, it's just very bare bones, very streamlined. Uh, like I said, it's very quiet, so there's like almost no soundtrack. So when the cool moments and the music, you know, soundtrack music do, do kick in, I think it, it works a lot better. Uh, I really like the acting in this. Uh, I thought it was a really good script. In fact, when the movie was over, I kind of wanted to pay attention to who wrote it. And to my pleasant surprise, Sorkin had a had a hand in it. So I, that kind of seemed fitting. Surprise, but, uh, surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, hey, right. I, I really have an ear for his stuff, I guess. But uh, anyway, it's uh, I, I thought it was a really good little film. I uh, really enjoyed it. Um, it probably has the same effect. Small screen is big screen, so I don't know that there's a big need to see it in the theater. But uh, I did enjoy it. So is this... Closer to Remember the Titans, Hoosiers, or Rudy? Which one? Well, Rudy's right or, out. Or the, air, or the air up there is your fourth choice. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. <laughs> or uh, Space Jam. Big Green. <laughs> what were my other choices? <laughs> Not Remember the Titans, probably. Uh, I don't know. Probably I, Hoosiers, I guess. Little uh, Giants? I might have said Caddyshack. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Does Jonah Hill play Jonah Hill on this or no? Um, no. Is he still the comic relief? He's a serious guy. No, in this he's, much? he's got it. Like his comic relief 
that he does happen to put in is not his normal stuff. It's more like, I don't know what I'm doing here because this is my first job. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, it's just that kind of stuff. Who's uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in this? Cause he's... he's the manager of the A's. And okay. honestly, he doesn't have a huge role. Basically, he's got like two scenes and the rest of him is like looking perturbed in the dugout, basically. And <laughs> just so I'm kind of surprised. Okay, here's he... what you need to do. Put a sour face on. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, he literally had like two, maybe three scenes of like full dialogue, just a couple of grunts and stuff <laughs> the rest of the time. So I'm kind of surprised that he grabbed that role. I mean, he was good in it, but yeah, just kind of seemed under him. You know, for his what you know, he's usually carrying. Just this, the fact that it's uh, not the biggest blockbuster movie. It's already it's won some accolades. Any Oscar hopes in this movie or no? Um, I don't think the acting was good enough for anything. Um, I did like the script, uh, so that might do something. Uh, I do know the director. Uh, I think he's only directed one other film, and that was Capote, and he got nominated. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he might get nominated for this. I did like a lot of the presentation in this film, so it's it's very possible that he might get a nod. Cool, cool. Uh, awesome. This is definitely the type of movie that gets nominated right, and right. not <laughs> exactly, especially yeah. now with the ten nods thing, which is yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah. So, so it's not automatic this year. It's not automatic that there'll be ten nods, but yeah, there's more than five. You probably. Yeah. It's um. I ended up. I, I did not catch any new movies. I the reason I joked at Universal Soldiers is I ended up actually watching that movie recently with uh, a fantastic Friday Friday evening. But uh, Josh, do you have a movie you want to talk about? Do you catch anything? Nah, not really. Nothing, nothing awesome. Nothing super awesome. <laughs> Unless you, ah, uh, never mind. I was gonna make <laughs> a bad joke that I can't. Our listeners might not appreciate. Unless you count Indiana Jones and the sparkling dildo. That, does that count? <laughs> it did involve penises. My joke dildo. did. I'm sure. I'm sure it did. Uh, but yeah, pass with the movie reviews. We now have our quiz, which this will just be a a taste, a small taste over the Family Feud episode will we'll possibly be like, even though we'll be working as teams. I'm sure this quiz today, James, is more of a uh, head-to-head kind of thing. Uh, yes, it is. It's standard fare. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, let, let's let's see what we got. It's it's a continuation of the last few. I've kind of been on a roll with those, so I'm going to keep it up. It's the title matchup game where I uh, describe two movies, uh, one using the plot, one using the other movie's actors. And, Watch uh, out, to... assholes! Yeah, <laughs> and you guys have to uh, tell me the two films that uh, I'm talking about in the forum. What was it? Hot dog and dog catcher make hot dog catcher. So you guys are all familiar with that That's one. Where so... I always say Gremlins. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. I always don't do well in this one. And just okay. so you guys know, Batman Forever was already used, so Batman Forever yeah. cannot be an answer. Yeah, you cannot fail at that one again. Great right. job. Right. Batman Forever, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that one was teed up for you, and I got it. You won that quiz, but I still feel like I take the uh, trophy home with me. All right. It's, it's sort of like while you were accepting the uh, the award, I fucked your wife. That's kind of like what it felt like to me. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce had the best album of all time. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, so here's the first one. Um, Heath Ledger goes on a crime spree. Paul Bettany tries to catch him. Ledger kills the commissioner and a judge. Ledger is arrested, but has the Dark Knight's tale. Correct. Oh, God damn, nice job. The double Heath Ledger. Yep, I even used him in the same role. <laughs> I'm just like, sure. I had not. Dark Knight, but I'm just like, hmm, what is this other one? Yep. What's this third? 
I wanted Dick Tracy to be back in it, but it didn't happen. Galloway would thank me for that one. <laughs> God, the Night's Tale. All right, next one. Tom Everett Scott goes through a high school breakup. His buddy, Jonathan Skage, bets him that he can't replace his girlfriend and make her the prom queen. Over-the-top gun? Nope. That'd be awesome. You should have did that. Okay. I think we've done that one already. Are you of those movies? <laughs> uh, Jonathan picks studious Liv Tyler for the bet. Liv rejects Tom at first, but he wins her over with persistence. She's the one night at McCool's. No. <laughs> Whoa. I like it, though. I like it. Um, with persistence and befriending her kid brother, Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. An outing at a party goes badly when the ex-girlfriend, Charlize Theron, makes a scene. Jonathan decides to move in on Liv and takes her to the prom. Prom goes badly, <laughs> but Tom is waiting for her at Liv's house and wins her heart. Dude, I don't know either of these movies, but they sound <laughs> awesome. All right. To review, Tom Everett Scott goes through a high school breakup. His buddy, Jonathan Skage, bets him that he can't replace his girlfriend and make her the prom queen. Jonathan picks out studious Liv Tyler for the bet. Liv rejects Tom at first, but he wins her over with persistence and befriending her kid brother, Steve Zahn. I've seen this terrible movie, too. (laughs) An outing at a party goes badly when the ex-girlfriend, Charlize Theron, makes a scene. Jonathan moves in on Liv and takes her to the prom. Prom goes badly, but Tom is waiting for her at her house and wins her heart. Nobody. Uh, uh, Hold on, hold on. 16 Candle (laughs) Suburbia something, something. I have no idea. (laughs) Oh, it's going to kill me when you say it. Especially because you were so close with the first guess, but you got the first title wrong. It's She's All That Thing You Do. She's All That Thing You Do. You went with She's the One. Yes. Very close, very close. All right. That's God's. That's one for God. <laughs> it uh, is hilarious. Is God's gonna wind up losing this quiz? <laughs> I just spilled beer all Bring over. God and interns, interns, there's beer all over the studio. All right. Next, next one, next one. All right. Antonio Banderas is the last man alive in New York. He searches for a cure to the virus. I am Legend of the Fall. Nope. Damn it. I test, or say, a test on a rat works, so he captures an infected woman. While fighting other dark seekers, his dog dies. Antonio is later saved from an attack by Catherine Zeta-Jones. I am Legend of Zorro. Damn it. That is I am Legend of Zorro. God damn it. Now Greg, Josh, and God are tied. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next one. Brendan Fraser breaks up with his girlfriend and buys a new house. Brendan's friends, Chris O'Donnell and Matt Damon, throw him a party at the new house. Local college kids show up and they become a sensation. Old school ties. Correct. Damn it. Old school tie. 
I was like, old school of rock? What is it? Shit. Brendan Fraser. I was stuck on Encino Man. My head was on Encino Man. I couldn't get it off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Point tie. Tom Hakes and Cedric the Entertainer are firemen. What? Kind of movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cedric. <laughs> Cedric needs better insurance for his kids. Cedric and Tom pretend to be gay so they can get married. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry Crown. Yes. Nice. Oh, my God. I didn't even get to Julia Roberts yet. Nice call. And now, I always Larry. Is Jessica in that movie Jessica Beale or Jessica Alba? It's Beale. Okay, Beale. I always forget the Jessicas. They, 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 never mind. Alba's so much hot. Beale's the hot one. No, I feel the same way as Josh is on the Alba. Oh, no, I'm I'm a Beale fan myself. Are you serious? Is there one on this? Yeah. Jesus. Speaking of which, I've been trying to get... I can't believe you're not a Beale fan. Beale's got the alien face. (laughs) Speaking of which, I've been trying to get Davey to post on the boards because he's all about the Emily Deschanel side of things. What? (laughs) It's not even an argument. These people are diseased. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, if you like a skeleton, like a goddamn skull in your face, then Emily's great. Who else is on the Emily train? Uh, Joshua? Uh, Yeah, Joshua. Wow, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, I just right. I don't even see that argument. At least the uh, the Alba versus Beal, like I, I'll hear that argument. I won't even heal. Oh, hear sure. That. Yeah. No. I mean, I, Josh, you're you're fully you're fully in the realm of sanity. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. So scoreboards two one one one. Sounds right. All right. Um, let's go with this one. George Clooney finds drug money. Don't we all? Kevin Spacey is hired to get the money back. The chase goes across the Mexican border. Another hired gun, Ewan McGregor, offers safety for the money. No country for old men who stare at goats. Nice. nice. Nice I was going to say Men of Honor. I was like, Men of Honor. Good work, good work. That was a letdown of a movie, Men Who Stare at Goats. Yeah, I was kind of excited about that movie. Yeah. It kind of Men Who Stare at Goats? Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I didn't think it's it was all great. Right. I expected to like it more. I think the ending was, was just what I... Couldn't, I couldn't... One of the things that I liked about it is I couldn't figure out whether it was trying to be... like It was obviously like kind of a joke, but parts of it seemed like it was sort of trying to be... Ser- like I don't right. know. All right. Whatever. There's a dual murder in 1958. 22 years later, a young girl is killed going to that same place. Antonio Banderas and his friends are refurbishing the campsite. Friday the 13th Warrior. Yes. Invoke the 13th Warrior. I'm definitely doing the double guns right now. (laughs) (laughs) The 13th Warrior. Yes. Yes. It's not very often I can use that 13th in a mashup. So I had to do it. I had to do it. God. And what was crazy is I'm on Friday the 13th and I can't take the next step. (laughs) Yeah. It's the only movie that starts with 13th, I'm pretty sure. All right. Uh, yeah, I didn't even get to bust out Omar Sharif as the disgruntled mother, mother who's killing everybody. All right, um, Omar Sharif deserves <laughs> to be busted out. Uh, Michael Sarah recovers some stolen money. The booby-trapped money 
kills its rightful owner, Brandon Ruth. Sarah is assigned to protect Ruth's daughter, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. They are attacked on snowmobiles, and Sarah traces their origins to Russia. What the fuck? He meets Scott New Pilgrim versus the world is not enough. Yes! Oh my god, oh, I am on shit, fucking... Dude. I... Guys, quit. God, quit. <laughs> fuck you all. I am out. <laughs> oh I, fig- god. I figured I had to like include the, I ha- I had Scott the snowmobiles, just because, like, okay, well, I have to hint that it's a Bond film, at least. So. Yeah, there was no way I was making that jump. I'm like, okay, Scott Pilgrim, man. Yeah. <laughs> I immediately thought Bond film, but I never would have come up with which one. <laughs> All right, next one. Jet Li is a suspended cop. And I'm going to butcher this name, but Aliyah is a criminal with lots of explosives. Does anyone know if I pronounced that right? I have no idea. Yeah, you did. Okay. Aliyah puts Jet Li through a series of tests, or she'll blow up a school. Jet Li meets and partners up with civilian DMX. <laughs> Great cast, huh? Uh, <laughs> Dude, tell me Steven Seagal is going to pop up in here. <laughs> Jet Li discovers that the Federal Reserve has been robbed. The getaway trucks escape through an exploded aqueduct. Jet Li and DMX follow Aaliyah to a ship with the gold. The ship is detonated. Okay, review time. Right? Jet Li yeah. is a suspended cop. Nobody knows the second movie. <laughs> Aaliyah is a criminal with lots of explosives. Aaliyah puts Jet Li through a series of tests or he'll blow up a school. Jet Li meets and partners up with civilian DMX. Jet Li discovers that the Federal Reserve has been robbed. The getaway trucks escape through an exploded aqueduct. Romeo must die hard three. Romeo must die hard with a vengeance? <laughs> yes for both. Dibs, I get that. I get that. He did not know the he did not know the name of it. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> All right. Um yeah, I'll see if it makes a difference later and we'll figure that out. All oh, right. Oh my god, how are you okay. not giving that to me? I don't... <laughs> because because I got it right because I'm god at this game. <laughs> Die Hard 3 technically is only got one point. I got like four now. Next time I'm just going to say episode four and see if I get the answer right. (laughs) All right, next one. Michelle Monaghan is engaged. Her fiancé, Val Kilmer, calls her from Paris to call off the wedding. Michelle goes to France to find him and meets Robert Downey Jr., Robert hides a stolen necklace in her things to avoid customs. Robert follows her under the pretense of helping her get Val back. Robert and Michelle fall in love. Michelle helps clear things up with the police, and they open a vineyard together. I know one of the movies. All right, to review. Michelle Monaghan is engaged. Her fiancé, Val Kilmer, calls her from Paris to call off the wedding. So Michelle goes to France to find him and meets Robert Downey Jr. Robert hides a stolen necklace in her things to avoid customs. 
Robert Downey Jr. then follows her under the pretense of helping her get Val Kilmer back. Robert and Michelle fall in love, and Michelle helps clear things up with the police, and they open up a vineyard. Not a chance. Not Sorry, a chance. You want to give half your answer, Jeff, before I give the full if, answer? If, if we're done, yeah. We're done. Uh, we're done. That It's a movie that Jim and I both like. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Correct. The, the first part is French kiss. That's yeah. what Val Kilmer and Jr. were in. Yep. It's a good okay. movie. Bang, you guys haven't seen yeah. it. It's, it's, it's actually a really cool movie. Yeah, I did like that movie. All right. That was sort of like the cusp of, all right, Robert Downey Jr. might be coming back idea. Like, that wasn't that pretty much like the first step? I don't remember how that fell it was, in. It was in that range. Yeah. He, he did that Elton John video, and I feel like that was, uh, you know. He was in an Elton John video? <laughs> Well, that yeah, was, it's called I. I think it was called I Need Love or something like that. Or he was want, sweet in it too. He was pretty cool. I YouTube not as, it. Not as cool as that Christopher Walken video. That same no, year, no, though. Fat Boy Slim one. No, <laughs> yeah. as cool as that. But you know. All right. So what scoreboard and how many we have left? Uh, I have three left. Um, it's like four, two, one, one or something. Five, four. two, one, one. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I've got four, two, one, one, and that's with Craig getting the. Which I should. Fine. Like, well, that's uh, that's under. I'm leaning towards that. Yes, yeah, so. that's such bullshit. <laughs> it's the third <laughs> Die Hard movie. It should be. It's Die Hard Three. <laughs> if it was Die Hard Three <laughs> with the Vengeance, I'd be more apt to give it to you. Absolutely, Greg gets it. But come on. <laughs> all right, all right. Look, from now on, if if somebody says Jaws Three and I say Jaws 3D, I'm the right one. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> write, that, write that down. Write that down. Remind me when it happens. <laughs> yes, what you just said is correct. All right, all right. Let's wrap this bitch right. up. Uh, Denise Richards and Bill Murray are married couple what? on the outs. They go rafting with their son Kevin Bacon. The River Wild things. Okay. Fucking move on. Did we do this already? The, no, we... we may have talked about it, but we didn't do it. I swear we had a River Wild one last week because no. I talked about it we three had, weeks we before. We had an a Wild, but not a River Wild. Motherfucker. Oh. Okay. Bill Murray Next was one. in that movie? Oh, Wild Things. Okay. Yeah, he was like the lawyer the, or something. The Kevin Bacon. Yeah, never mind. All right. You've, you've awakened a dragon. Game dragon. over. Yeah, game's <laughs> over. <laughs> All right. An oil company. Must get a refinery going in 13 days or they will lose their contract. They cut corners and a rig catches fire. Elijah Dushku comes and puts the fire out. There will be blood diamond? No. Damn. (laughs) Dushku is onto the schemes of big oil and Gabriel Union is sent to kill Dushku. Dushku hides in an Eskimo village. She then kills Gabriel Union and goes after the CEO. Kirsten Dunst is found, drowned in her own oil, and the refinery is destroyed. Awesome movie, whatever it is. <laughs> it sounds it's, it's two awesome movies. I feel, I feel like I actually, I feel like I've lost track of how this game works based on <laughs> just listening to that one. Sounds like awesome. my Tuesday night last week. All right, to review. An oil company. Must get a refinery going in 13 days or they'll lose their contract. They cut corners and one of the rigs catches fire. Elijah Deuce crew comes and puts it out. Uh, she kind of gets onto the schemes of big oil and Gabriel Union is sent to kill her. Deuce hides in an Eskimo village. Uh, she then kills Gabriel Union and goes after the CEO. And Kirsten Dunst is found, drowned in her own oil, and the refinery is destroyed. 
Is this like a Steven Seagal on Deadly Ground reference? And then there's Maybe. some other movie? Yeah, I don't know. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I've seen part of the Steven Seagal movie. On Deadly Ground alert, ground force, right. grounding. Yes. <laughs> Groundhog's Day. Since you're going the wrong way, I'll just Damn give you an it. answer. It's Bring It On Deadly Ground. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> yay. All right, last one. For all the marbles. Yes. Aliens come to Earth. <laughs> I love that clue. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull sucks. President Ice Cube tells the world. No way. <laughs> Scientist Jason Statham says they may be peaceful. A peaceful meet goes awry, and reporter Natasha Henstridge is abducted. Shit. An alien ambassador appears before Congress and kills them all and abducts Jason Statham. What? God this damn it. Movie? I've seen this. I've seen this. An alien who looks like Joanna Cassidy infiltrates the White House and kills President Ice Cube and First Lady Pam Greer. And lastly, I've already won, right? So I don't yeah. know about <laughs> right, this. Right, right. All the aliens are killed by a yodeling recording. <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> okay, to review. This aliens... like Jack Frost, but when aliens... <laughs> <It sounds> like... <laughs> aliens come to Earth. President Ice Cube tells the world. Scientist Jason Statham says they may be peaceful. A peaceful meet goes wrong, and a reporter Natasha Henstridge is abducted. An alien ambassador appears before Congress and kills them all and abducts Jason Statham. An alien who looks like Joanna Cassidy infiltrates the White House and kills President Ice Cube and First Lady Pam Greer. And all the aliens are killed by a yodeling recording. Mission to Mars attacks. No. Yep. The correct answer is Ghosts of Mars attacks. Oh. John Carpenter film. Oh, yeah, I've never seen I've, seen I've never actually seen Mars Attacks, so that, oh, there you go. that sort yeah. of makes sense. Mars Attacks is awesome, Just man. Like J. Fox or... Uh, well, what's is funny, is, what's funny is yeah, what you is. described, like, it almost sounded like all those characters could have been in Mars Attacks. There were so many fucking people in that. Yeah, movie. right. There was. Right. Yep. Uh, that's great. Watch Mars Attacks, man. It's awesome. Yeah, it's ridiculous. If you don't mind ridiculous, it's... Who is, uh, isn't Jack Nicholson the president in that movie? Yes, yeah, and I think Glenn Close is the vice president. Pierce no, Brosnan. You're thinking, of, you're thinking of Air Force One. You're thinking of Air Force One. <laughs> I'm always thinking of Air Force One. <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't? I believe it. I believe it. Um, so just for Jeff's well-being, what's the final score? Um, I've got two, three, four. Jeff at five. Six, two. really, though. Greg, Greg at two. <laughs> And Josh at two, and not answered comes at a strong four. <laughs> four? Well, yeah. as it should be, you've got Jeff, then God, then sorry, Craig. sorry, yeah, three unanswered, and one for God. Forgot about the God one. Oh man, son of a bitch, dude, got rolled, rolled this week. Well done, Jeff. Good I job. I was holding back. Yeah, Josh is actually under. Uh, he's signed some papers that. Pretty much says he can't win the win the quiz, so he's he's pretty much letting yeah, it, he's, he's letting he, it happen. He winning, but. Yeah, yeah, he knew he was getting into. But sign the paper that says I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, another great quiz, James. I appreciate it, and I uh, I know I'm sure the um, listeners at home or on the road, wherever they may be, uh, probably lost to Jeff too or beat his ass. I don't know. I hope they beat him, but um, 
Yeah, I guess that means they beat me too, which makes me sad, sad face. But uh, right, and that's a little taste of uh, what the Family Feud episode is going to be like. But we're going to have teams, probably, probably a five right. on each side, maybe a little more. And Everybody then, knows what the Family Feud is. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Not every has everyone seen. You think everybody in the world seen a Family Feud episode? Everybody? I think if you don't know what the Family Feud is, you probably live in sub-Saharan Africa. You're okay. probably not listening to this podcast. I yeah, think you can comfortably <laughs> say that. That's true. Uh, but yeah, it'll be a fantastic time and we'll get to that. But, uh, right. Now that the quiz is wrapped up, it's Parker Posey playing a long time. The, the weekly, weekly question that we bring up on the show last week's question was, uh, from uh, senior Jeff. And the, the question was what holiday movie or TV special ma- makes you feel nostalgic for, uh, you know, the, the days of yore. And it's a great time. Great time thinking about the past. And my answer was pretty good. But we have a couple other answers. Uh, Jeff, did you have anything that, that stuck out in your head? Uh, the answers of the, the bunch? All solid. All of them all. All fantastic. All equally fab. <laughs> there were there were other references to like more TV. It seems like the TV or the, the movies made for TV claymation wise or whatnot actually did get a lot of a lot of shout outs. But yeah, deservedly. Uh, they really yeah. like. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because TV was such so more magical back then. So more magical, and everybody caught those things. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why they stuck out that much. But um, all fantastic answers. I appreciate. I appreciate. It. We all appreciate it. And uh, again, they'll be at the boards at gungabit.com, and also on the movie our page on Facebook. Great question, Jeff. And now to James, your question of the week. Okay. Um, this actually has to do with a little bit of the. Uh... The uh, Great Gatsby talk we were just doing because uh, I have a hard time answering my own question for the fact that I don't read very much. They, I don't think we, we were talking about the Great Gatsby before the show. We were talking about some of the, the pictures and stuff that were out there, but not not during. Gotcha. But, gotcha. Yeah. So anyway, uh, my question is: What is your favorite film based on a book that you have read? Mm. You got an answer for this, James? Um, only by default. <laughs> <laughs> I have read deep? half the book of the one thing that qualifies. For <laughs> what? <me>. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's Fellowship of the Ring. So well-read probably wouldn't be a adjective for Jim Maloney. No, no, okay. not at all. Yeah. Does it count if you watch the movie first and then read the book? Uh, yeah, that's acceptable. Um, the only thing I tr- I want to avoid is comic books. So if we can stay away from comic books. Oh, oh, you're saying comic books aren't literature now? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) I'm saying it's usually not the story of the movie, and I kind of want to compare. Yeah, there are massive plot differences usually between So I'm trying – that's the idea is to compare it to the story. You're saying that, but all I'm hearing is let's burn all the comic books. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I'm hearing when you say that. Comic books. Good good idea, Hitler. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so I'm picking Fellowship of the Ring. I've read half of that book. I really enjoyed it. I imagine if I've read a bunch of other books, it'd still be up there because on my all-time list, it's pretty high too. But uh, yeah, my my uh, my qualifications aren't very good. I think the only other thing that might qualify me taking out the comic books that would save me in that instance um, would probably be like a... Actually, no, it doesn't save me. I was going to say I've read like a Romeo and Juliet, but I don't think I've ever seen a Romeo and Juliet movie. So well, anyway. Have you ever saw the Baz Luhrmann one? It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's No, I haven't actually. You should so, Anyway, oh, you know what? I have seen. You've never I been. Uh, I guess I was gonna say I can't remember if I ever saw the Great Expectations movie, but I had to read that in school. So but anyway, it's got to be based on a book, not it's a gotta, play, yes. not a okay. It's got to be something. Yeah, a book that you've read, and not just a book, but a book that you read. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Because, you know, books I can go crazy with as far as, you know, just ones I like. But, yeah, that I've actually read screws me over. So And, and we're, we're going with your favorite movie that's based on yes. a book you have read. Yes. Well, everybody knows mine. Mine is the dramatization of Caddyshack after the movie <laughs> book was released. And it was, yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. I have an answer, but I think I might be stealing Jeff's. Well, yeah, if you think you are, then you probably are. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna try to come up with another one, but I need a minute. Someone no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I I I can stop. Stop for me. You give yours. All right. Um, the obvious answer here is Fight Club. Fight yeah. Club is amongst my favorite movies, and it's also amongst my favorite books. It's uh, I haven't read it in a long time, but I, I read it a couple times, a few times, uh, and um, seen the movie countless times. And it's it's just it, the book is phenomenal, and the movie is is phenomenal, and it's uh, it's hard to believe that that movie is 12 years old now, and it's still just absolutely fresh and and seems very very. Uh, new and great and it's the, a, a good representation of the book too like because i have nothing yeah pretty stuff. much i mean you know there there are some uh some pretty major uh some pretty major plot differences but the themes and the uh the general feeling you get from it are the, are the same okay so mm-hmm. jeff's answer for now is you know fight club until a couple of years from now when he'll be answering the great gatsby <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, Didn't they already make a Grey Gatsby movie? They've made a couple. One of yeah. them has Paul Rudd, which is kind of interesting. I haven't seen that one. And yeah, the, the, the it was like an A and E thing, uh, right? So it was like a made-for-TV kind of thing. Yeah, but it was good. It was um, it was better than the Robert Redford one. I really? Think. I, I yeah. uh, well, it surprises me really. Paul Rudd's playing what? I'm guessing Caraway, and who's? Yeah, yeah. He's great. Gats- He's a great Caraway. Yeah. He's Gatsby. The... Um. I can't remember the guy's name. I think he was in Starship Troopers. Um, <laughs> was, All right, it's not better than the. Robert I wish Casper I were beating Caster Van Dien, the <laughs> blonde guy. Yeah, it could be. He's in uh, Sleepy Hollow too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. So the main, like the main marine in Starship Troopers, that's still. I think so. I, I I can't remember. That anyway, doesn't help your argument. And then uh, Mira Mira Sorvino. Yeah, she's um she's Daisy. So. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, it's my choices are pretty limited. I'm I definitely wouldn't say I'm a, a well-read person, especially when it comes to novels and uh, ones made, especially for movies. I've done gas, I keep done shows, coming up with like books that I loved that just have terrible movies that go along with them. Yeah, you have to go the other way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. It's not easy. I uh. I don't know. Like I, I, I could give an answer, but I'd rather just wait and put it on the boards and come up with a good one. That's the problem, though. Like, if you want, go ahead, but try to try to bring up an answer. Yeah. Now. Throw yeah. in a placeholder at least. Like, ch- choked might be like Fight Club was in terms of in terms of his books. Like, uh, Fight Club was a definitely a better movie, better book, probably. I don't know, but I, I didn't I like read that book. book ch- almost as much as I like the book Fight Club, but right. I mean, right. movie choked, yeah, Fight was, Club. Yeah. Blew it out of the water. Yeah. Choke was not nearly as good, and but in terms of the movies I've caught, like all I can think of is Gatsby and Choke right now. Choke. Right well, now. there's got to be other, you know, like isn't there a bunch of mass, you know, mass-produced paperback stuff that you've read or no? Da Vinci Code. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> Dude, no, there's not. There's Crichton. Like, yeah, have read any Crichton? Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, you I've never read, read Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Read Jurassic Park. I've read Prey. That's a Crichton movie. I haven't read Sphere. I haven't read. I, actually, Sphere is going to be the one that I'm. That yeah, I'm with, probably. I think. Um, yeah, Jurassic Park might be a great Tom one. Clancy. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't read any. Dude, I wish I read like Hunt for the Rack. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, like none of the books I've read that I can think of have uh, been made into movies other than those two that I can. I'm just my mind's blank. But between the Gatsby and and Choked, I'd probably just take Choked. Um, choke. It's choke. Choke. Present tense. Say choke. Present tense. Um, and uh, asshole. Sorry, so, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> scraping bare bottom then because you didn't like the ending of that one right no no they fucked it so hard (laughs) but that wasn't that wasn't all that was wrong with the movie but yeah that was the bad a bad part of it but if for no other reason i would uh yeah yeah there's some some good actors in it and it was i don't know it was a gym all these people are fucking illiterate this is a terrible question (laughs) (laughs) see i just figured i was in the you know the minority i thought everyone had all sorts of things to reference but apparently i'm Like, there's plenty of combinations. It's just coming up with one that the movie was actually good for. Right. So you have to come up with all evils, basically. Picking Sphere would probably be my number. Like, the book is awesome, but the movie's just shit. (laughs) Yeah, the movie is shit. That that was a cool book. I remember at the end of that book being like, this is sweet. Yeah, no, I I enjoyed the book. This is awesome. Jeff, what would be... Oh, yeah, if you read Stephen King, maybe that's a... You know what? I'm well, I'm taking that back, and I'm going with Count of Monte Cristo. Awful fucking Boom. movie. Awesome <laughs> book. Awesome book. You're right. I'll just, come up just, with a better just one for lulls. Um, what would be your second pick? Because Fight Club's come up a lot, and I'm curious. Like, out oh of, yeah, out of sure. Red. What would be? I'm just curious. Like, even what author it would end up on? Because it's oh, a I stopped, hard question of picking a a movie that a like you felt good about after reading the book, like Fight Club. Oh, dude. Uh. I'm taking Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory right now. Ooh, good I didn't one. say that before. I don't know. Good one. That is a good. That, that is a really good. Awesome one. book. Awesome movie. Also, haven't read it. Um. Well, now you're making. You know, maybe maybe you like it doesn't have to be a good. Catch Twenty Two. Okay. Um. Not, not that. Not a very popular movie, but uh, but it was really good. Dylan and I watched it in my basement like three years ago. Uh, v- pretty pretty good movie from the 70s. Uh, Alan Arkin early in his career and a lot of other actors. Like big ensemble cast, actually. Martin Sheen was in it. John Voight. Uh, I want to say um, Orson Welles was in it, too. Uh, but uh, it, great book. Pretty cool movie. It was a good night that night. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, we enjoyed that movie, both of us. Yeah, I, and I do want to stay away from TV movies too. So for all of you people that read, you know, How the Grinch the Stole stand. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, no, no animated, you know, Grinch Stole Christmas. You can you can pick uh, Jim Carrey's version, but not the animated version. <laughs> but if you do, you'll be ridiculed and <laughs> yeah. banned from the site. If you really want to. Who was it? Uh, was it Elijah Wood that was in? Um... Huck Finn? No, yes. no, not Huck Finn. But that wasn't. Um, I was thinking of the movie where it's uh, it's him and it's the Ukrainian guy, and he goes to Ukraine and he's looking for. Oh, uh, everything is illuminated. Yeah, everything yeah, is illuminated. That movie sucked. Yeah, it did. It did. But that's another one that like it's a it's, fantastic book. Yeah. I would strongly recommend that book. But, yeah, it's uh, it's a struggle, a constant struggle. Again, I'm I'm hurting in my head now, trying to think of more. I'm just not a yeah, not a well-read person. And uh, I guess it, it must be a, it must be a gene, James. You and I are you and I are stuck. We're stuck in it. But sorry, I, I thought I was in the minority. But maybe we'll that's get a good question. Answers. It's a tough question. Yeah. So uh, and again, it's uh, rephrase it. Just phrase it one last time because uh, it's just favorite movie from a novel. Is that what it was? Uh, favorite film based on a book that you have read. You have read. 
Yes. Which I think we've done a That's question similar. Part. Yeah, I think like I think we did it like the, your favorite iteration because Jeff did this question before and I did. Trump's oh yeah, like, like the Scrooge like versus. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I did like Carol. the based on, but like yeah. tw- the reimagining. Yeah. I think it was the yeah. phrasing. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, yeah, so the question will be on the boards. Goingabit.com, Facebook page, uh, The Movie Hour. Uh, James had the question. One last reminder, Family Feud episode this Sunday. So you're probably going to listen to this podcast Thursday, Friday. It's going to be that Sunday. That is the 18th, I believe. Sunday the 18th, 4 p.m. Eastern. Meet on Skype. And our contact info is on the boards. You can find it there. You can find my contact info and we can talk on Skype, chat, whatever. But uh, yeah, it'll be awesome. If you need some technical help, I'll be on early. And um, it should be. Can a I come to you with my like life problems an hour early? Oh, uh, I thought that's what we just did. This was the healing session. I'm sorry if you. Time's up, Josh. Time's up. So. God damn it! <laughs> I, pay, I paid for two hours. <laughs> yeah, sorry, not gonna happen. But uh, yeah, an, another fantastic episode, and I, uh, it's gonna be happy holidays here soon for sure. And uh, James, Jeff, thanks so much for another uh, fantastic podcast. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Drive safe, people. Josh, thanks again for joining us. It was a pleasure. Lovely. Lovely. See everybody next time. We'll be here at the Family Feud uh, episode. Uh, Me, Marvin's The Dirty Movie Hour. See you next time. See you next time on The Feud. Omar Sharif.
What's that? Antidote. To what? The poison you just drank up. <laughs> <laughs> 